Picture it. It's the 80s. You're young and idealistic, and you're dating a porn star. Kind of a strange experience going out to dinner with a porn star because people recognize him. And then they try to pretend that they don't recognize him because they're embarrassed, because he's a porn star. So there are lots of furtive glances and giggles until he eventually gets up from dinner and goes over to their table to greet his fans, and then it's just annoying. <laughs> Once, in a fit of madness, you take him to a family dinner at your Aunt Dee Dee and Uncle Dutch's house. You are mortified when you realize that they, too, recognize him, and they treat you like you're dating Tom Cruise. They take photos of the two of you together that they then develop and frame and hang on the living room wall. And the sex, truth, it's okay. Not amazing. You have to do a fair amount of deep breathing on account of the size, the reason he's a porn star. And overall, it just feels so rehearsed. There's even dialogue. Do you like that, baby? Tell me you like that. And you know you're supposed to say, ooh, baby, you know I like that. So you do. The whole thing lacks spontaneity. Sex with him is like being on an amusement park ride. Sure, it's fun, but you just fasten your seatbelt and go along for the ride. And you're aware that pretty much every car is rocketing down that same track, if you know what I mean. Not that it's not exciting, it's just when it's over you find yourself thinking, I'm glad I'm not one of the people who waited 45 minutes in line for this. It's not like the two of you have a real relationship or anything, it's just dating. He travels a lot for his job. You take him to the airport where you meet up with his colleagues, girls with names like Raven and Cherry and Destiny. Amazing glossy creatures with fake hair and fake boobs and fake teeth and fake nails. They are actually more Barbie doll than human. And you're this Irish Catholic girl from Pittsburgh. If you had to describe yourself as a doll, you'd say you were kind of a cabbage patch type. Sure, you feel inferior. And it's not like you're wondering, did he sleep with her? Because you know he slept with her. And if you wanted to, you could stop by the video store, pick up a movie, and watch the whole thing frame by frame. But you don't stop by the video store. You just go back home, alone. You tell yourself he's just a guy who's away on a business trip. There are no late night phone calls to tell you he misses you. No cards or notes or weekend visits. Which is okay with you because it's not like you have a real relationship or anything. And then one day, while he's on location in San Francisco, you meet someone. The new guy is as far away from a porn star as he could possibly be. He's Mr. Clean Living. And you like him. You start seeing each other. On one Saturday night, he stays over at your apartment. Sunday morning, while you're having coffee with Mr. Clean Living, you get a buzz from the call box at the front door of your building. It's the porn star surprising you. He wants to come up to visit. Now isn't the best time, you say. Being a man of some experience, he catches on fairly quickly. Is someone there with you? Actually, I do have a friend here right now, you say. Are you him? I don't believe this. You try to get him to calm down because he is, after all, screaming into the call box in front of your apartment building. But he doesn't calm down. Oh my god, you're him. I can't believe you would do this to me. I really cared about you, but it's over. Because I'm not fucking anyone but you. Outside of work, I mean. Eventually, he leaves your front door. You never see him again, except on Aunt Edie's wall. And then the reality of it sinks in. Your boyfriend, the porn star, broke up with you because you were too promiscuous.
Your mother would be so proud.